Hello, and welcome to the Star Power Cast, the definitive podcast for the game of Star Power Baseball, a game for generations where your fantasy baseball comes to life on the tabletop. We'll also discuss the history of baseball and just the present state of the game itself. I'm Jim Trovo, the baseball nerd, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Cincinnati Dennis. We hope you all enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Star Power Cast. I am your co-host, uh, Jen Trovo, call you over the baseball nerd, and I'm joined as always by Cincinnati Dennis. And we are now recording episode eight of the Star Power Cast, and we're glad to be back. We're going to be talking about some teams today. Not just talking about teams, but two different types. First of all, we're going to be discussing our favorite teams of all time. And we're going to kind of loosely base that category, which will be the bulk of our podcast, is we're going to be talking about the prediction of what we think are going to be the best teams of the 2021 season, right? So that's pretty much our episode today. Not too many categories, no news, no nothing, nothing nothing like that. So we're just going to get started. We're going to go into it. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Dennis, how are you doing now? Well, there you go. Let's just get right down to that. Yeah. No, everything's doing real, real well. Looks uh, looks like the baseball season's going to get off pretty much without a hitch. Uh, still a lot of free agents out there that haven't been signed. Things are, yeah. You know, there's still quite a few out there and not anything major and a few major retirements just in the past week. So things are, you know, it's baseball. It's that time of year and it's the middle of March. Right now, tomorrow is the Ides of March. Today is the 14th. And so be careful if your name is Julius or if it's Caesar. <laughs> yeah, I also get to celebrate. We also get to celebrate uh, one of our kids' birthdays this week. My my youngest son celebrates a birthday, and that's going to be a fun time. And of course, Pops bought him a baseball, baseball glove for ex- his birthday. He's expressed interest in baseball, and I'm super excited about it. All right, so our first topic of the day, and again, it's going to be a two-topic episode here. We want to talk about our all-time favorite teams in regards to seasonal teams. And what we've done in the past oh, four to five months, Gentry has been conducting his 10-year-long adventure into the all-time teams tournament. Each individual year has a great team. Gentry's played 250-odd teams, and he's narrowed it down to, I believe, he's at the final 32 and he's going into elimination rounds, trying to get down to a Sweet 16, Final Four, etc., just like March Madness. One of the things that has happened is, as he's been doing this, he's been sending me the old-style round cards, and I have been putting them into star power format. And since I've been doing this, it has become our largest selling card, without a doubt. These individual season teams were selling on an average of 20 teams a week. That's what's going down. There's about 20 different teams a week. And we have, what do we have now? 254, I believe, available teams dating back to 1894, going all the way through 2020. Almost every World Series is there with the representatives from each league and more teams than that. And from those teams, Gentry and I are going to pick our favorite teams. Yeah. And uh, and again, I'm going to reiterate that he said to about 2003 or so that we have all those teams available. Actually, beyond that, 
2020. Right. And so what I'm going to, I've been shifting or shifting uh, formats of teams and sending teams Dennis's way to try to get every team possible there. So eventually, and about by the end of this month, you will have access to every team that's been to the World Series from 1903 until the present daytime to play those World Series. There it is. And just like uh, yesterday, yesterday, Muddy calls. Yeah. And he says, hey, Dennis, I want uh, these six teams. And I'm going, okay, but none of them are World Series. Okay, they're all like from different years. So he can, and he goes, no, I want three American and three national. Because he's going to play like the... 1953 Dodgers against the 1972 Athletics. Oh, see, and that's what I've been doing for a decade. And that's what Muddy's <laughs> beginning to do now. Yes. So all of you guys out there that want to do things like that, know that you can communicate and talk to each other right over our Facebook page, and you've got brethren in nutso out there, okay? All you baseball nuts that are out there, you can get it going with other guys and talk about the uh, series that you play. This is one of my most favorite ways to play the game. Like, I love playing yearly teams versus yearly teams. I want to put out the 1906 Cubs versus the 1995 Braves. I want to put out the, the 1927 Yankees versus the 2009 Yankees. And it seems like most of our uh, audience out there that plays Star Power Baseball wants to do the same thing also. No, and it, it, it's, it's so great. We, we take we, It pretty, essentially takes away the star power, and you just uh, play the team itself. Well, you saw the other day when we put the card of the day up there and we put a Barry Bonds card from 2002. Yeah. And he batted 370-something. Is, is that the, the home run on the top and the home run on the bottom the card? split <laughs> home run. And we got so many comments. Never have seen a split home run. Well, Catico actually made those back in the 80s. I was inspired by that, actually. Yes, they did. And that Barry Bonds card... We looked at it, it had four walks, one strikeout, and two home runs. It was quite evil. Can I talk about the concept of you making that card for a second? I want to geek out on this a little bit. Uh, I've been really dying for people to kind of see that card because I made the, I, the concept of that card came years and years and years ago. Where I was like, oh man, like Barry Bonds has, in, in that era of Barry Bonds' career, he had a big enough home run to split it. And I, I was inspired by the three singled LeJoey. And I wanted to come up with this concept of the dual home run bonds. I debated whether or not to do the try home run bar, uh, try home run bonds. That would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, that would have but been like nice. that particular uh, 2002 Giants team, I thought it was perfect for that type of thing because of just the way the card could look, and it was so symmetrical. Where I could do a perfect 20 degree at the top, a perfect 10 on the bottom. And then split the walks on both sides. You eliminated my one ten line. <laughs> now there are four one nine lines. Oh man, it, it's <laughs> it, I, I loved making that card. I, lo I well, it's that gotten card. a whole lot of comments. Okay, a whole lot of comments on the Facebook page. Yeah, I don't people love that. I don't necessarily love the card in general. I loved making it, and I loved how crazy it looks. It just it, it just well, the, what got me was. Four walks and one strikeout. And yeah. the strikeout's not as big as any of the walks. Yeah, that 02 bonds is nuts. That's it is. Crazy. 370 with 40 home. That's a crazy card. And, yeah. the, and Okay, and somebody was asking for this. They mentioned that when we make these single season cards, we should not include intentional walks. And I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I kicked it around, and I said, well, we're going to. I disagree. I, I, no, we're I, going I, to include I intentional walks. I disagree with that person said. I, I think on the walk on that character's card, I say character because we're playing a character-based game. 
I think intentional walks should be included on that character's uh, on that particular player's walks. A- absolutely. Yes, and we're going to leave them on. Good. That's a that's a decision that we that uh, the uh, originator of the game said. Yes, we're going to leave them on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite single season teams, right? And we both kind of took different approaches on this particular topic. And when Cincinnati Den first came out to me, he's like, pick your, pick your favorite three, pick your favorite five. I was like, I don't know if I can, I can do that. So I cheated. I, I, I'm so sorry that I cheated on this. I decided to go my favorite team per decade. Well, that sounds good. All right. So I'm, I'm going to have, I have like, like 10 teams. That's fine. And you, and you picked your top five, correct? Actually, I picked top four and a tie for fifth. Okay. So who wants to go first? You want, actually, I'll tell Why you don't what. we start out with, let's go way back. Okay. Let's go way back and start with your O's, your 19 O's favorite Nin- team. Okay, 19 O's favorite team. That is a great, great uh, starting point. So I'm actually, I, I was debating. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Cubs. I'm going to go one of my favorite O's team is the Cubs. I was debating on going 06 or 08, but I'm going to go 1908 Cubs. And the reason for that is that that was the, that was the last year they won a World Series for another 108 years. Also, it was the uh, Fred Merkel Giants, like postseason, it wasn't really postseason back then, but it was the Fred Merkel Giants play, uh, you know, big Giants Cubs uh, rivalry going there. And they kind of ended their dynasty as far as winning championships in that regard. They went back to the series like in 1910, um, but and it, with some of the same guys. But the 1908 Cubs, I think, are one of my favorite as in in regard to ending a dynasty. You know, I like that. That's yeah. a good team. And they're, the book, 1908, is one of my favorite books. Yeah. It's a great read if you haven't read it yet. Uh, written by one great sports writer. But it's a tremendous book to read. Tells about the 1908 season. Have at it. I like to pick. Okay. Okay. Next next decade. 1911 to 1920. There you go. All right. This one's a tragic one. The 1919 Chicago White Sox. Easy pick for me. <laughs> they might be in my top three teams. but And here's why. First of all, as a kid, I fell in love with the movie Eight Men Out. Eight Men and Out. I, and I will say this over and over again. Joe Jackson, love him. Buck Weaver, Eddie Seacott, all these guys. I love the story of the 1919 White Sox. They're a bunch of cheaters. They're like the 2017, 2019 Astros. They cheated their way to get their gold done for monetary purposes. Okay. Astros did it to try to win a title. The the White Sox cheated because they were like legitimately victims of a terrible system. Because Charlie Comiskey's a tightwad. Right. And the best line of that movie. The very best line of Eight Men Out. Say it ain't so, Joe. No. That's great, but that's a true line. The best line of that movie is when Comiskey looks at Seacott. Oh, no, 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 no. I know exactly. Can I say it? Comiskey looks at Seacott and he says... 29 isn't 30, Eddie. There it is. That is the best line. I use that at work all the time. Oh my gosh. I do the same thing at school. That is the greatest line of that movie. Anyway, yeah. that's, so you're picking the 19 I, socks. The 1919 socks, choice. they're so passionate. Like, And it's a Chicago emotional there. thing. I, I, love, I love the 1919 During the socks. 1910, the dominant team of the 1910s is Boston. Bo- the 12, Boston, 15, 16, 18, yes. Boston is the dominant team, yet... They change personnel throughout that time. So I kind of like your pick of the Sox, 
but I'm, you know, I'm okay with that. Now let's go to the twenties. Twenties is super easy for me. And that's the 1927 Yankees. That's kind of a common thing right there. And I'm going to, when I give my picks a little bit later and tell you my top five, I'm going to move on from there. But that's such an obvious, easy pick. Everybody, that's the largest selling team that we have I will, for greatest teams. I will say. Everybody wants that team. I did have one team that almost dethroned them. And that is the 1929 Athletics. Like the 29 Athletics. Good team. Oh, like, good team. Okay. When you talk about star power baseball, good team. Good team. Like you got your lefty grows and your George Earnshaws and like your, your two or three pitchers that can sustain it for you. Like doing the but pitching the squad. Evil. The lineup is evil. Evil. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. A lot like, of good OPS plus on that. Oh man. The, my dream series right now. And I'm, and I'm, I'm playing a series versus the 2004, 2000, 2004 Cardinals versus the 2011 Rangers. And it's the most highly offensive thing I've done in a while. I would love to play the 2004 Cardinals versus the 1929 Athletics. And uh, you guys can do that. You can buy both those. Let's not do a commercial right here. Okay, (laughs) so we got the 27 Yankees. Let's go to the 30s. Um, It's a tie. I got a tie. A tie from Gentry in the 30s. Who do you got? I'm going to guess one is the 36 Yankees or the 39 Yankees. That is one one of them, yes. Yes, That's Gentry. Seems like his favorite team. Yes. The other one's the 37 Yankees. Okay. Okay. The last really great Gehrig team. Yes. And and I'm going to have to give the edge to the 37 Yankees. As much as I love the 39 Yankees uh, and spinning them and playing them and using that pitching rotation, because I, I think the pitching rotation of the 39 Yankees included with the bullpen and just like the interchangeability of them is better. I like the 37 more because I get to still use Gehrig. Right. 39 DiMaggio is mean, but getting to use Gehrig is a treat. Yeah. And so I'm going to give the edge to the 37 Yankees. Good with that. Let's go to the 40s. Tough decade right here. This is a tough decade because you have, you got the war. You got people coming back from the war, people going into the war. You're interrupting careers right here. Who do you got? 1947 Dodgers. 47 with Jackie. Yeah. Coming out. First one. Absolutely. And and when I was going back through that decade, uh, I know at the end of that, the Yankees started a five-year run. Um, and then there's a good Indians team in there. There's a good, there's tons of good Cardinals teams in there. Um, but I'm going 47 Dodgers because I would just love to be a part of that uh, crowd when that season came out. Cause like you got the dominance of the Yankees still going on and here come the Dodgers who in 41 won a pennant. Uh, and, 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 but then they were like kind of like Lowell for a long time. And then here they come with branch rookie and Jackie Robinson and Pee Wee Reese. And, uh, and, and they have the beginnings of a dynasty in the making on that great team. team. Yeah. Great team. So, and then that's the very, very beginning of that real dynasty that yes. goes through the night that actually goes all the way 56. through 1965. Well, I would say 56. Actually, it goes all the way through to 65, well, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay, that's that. we can do that. But like uh, that Dodger team, with the beginning is a Jackie Robinson to 47, I think that's one of my favorite teams. There. Excellent choice. And right. then let's head to the 1950s. All right, this is going to shock you a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go 1957 Braves. 57 Braves, the beginning of the Henry Aaron era of I, baseball. Yeah, I absolutely love the breakup of everything that was going on in the 1950s. And I, and I got to give some backstory here. So like from 1949 to 1953, the Yankees win a world series five years in a row, 54, the giants and the dot and like the giants and the Dodgers, of the national league at that time. 
right? Because the Cardinals had their heyday in the 40s. The Giants and the Dodgers were it with Mays and Snyder and all those guys in the 50s battling out for the pennant. And 54, the Giants get it. 56 and 56, the Yankees are there. They've beaten the, that last Dodger dynasty part. And here comes the upstart Braves in 1957 with Hank Aaron and Eddie Matthews and Warren Spahn and all these guys. And I just, I'm, I'm in love with the 1957 Braves. I love that team. because then they get those Yankees at the highlight of Mickey Mantle's career. Yeah. And they beat them. Yeah. And then they get beat the next year. So they, yes. they were just like this two-year anomaly. And it was two great World Series. Yes. It was just these two years of the Braves being put in there. They're in the series, and they just kind of disappear for a long time again. You know. And the MVP in 58 is Ernie Banks, <laughs> who's, who's in last place. <laughs> hey, Ernie, you know, he's a shortstop. There's a shortstop. Yeah. Okay, so, 50, so we're, we're through the 50s with the yeah. Milwaukee Braves. What do you got for the 1960s, Gentro? Okay, I'm going to go with a losing Yankees team, actually. So everybody's going to probably think 61 Yankees, 69 Mets, that type of stuff. My favorite team for the 1960s of the Yankees is the 1963 Yankees. Love this team. And I'm going to go star power baseball reasons here. The 63 Yankees, and again, this is not a commercial for star power baseball to order stuff. This, If you want the quintessential 1960s Yankees team, Get the 1963 Yankees, the best pitching, the best home run hitting, the best interchangeable lineup you can possibly have. The only thing that happened to them was they two lost games, to the Dodgers. Two games of Sandy Koufax and a game of Don Drysdale thrown in there. And again, I kind of like end of era teams. That's it, not the end of that era. It's close. Well, no, it is the end of the era. It's 63 mm-hmm. and 64. 64. Okay. But, but, so we got that down there, Jim. But it was the. Dep- okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go into the 1970s. I'm not going to talk about this too long. Because I think I, I know you're going to hit my 1970s team is the 75 Reds. 75 Reds. Good choice right there. It kind of epitomizes the 70s. Yeah. Uh, kind of talks about uh, what the 70s are. It's a transition of baseball. Yeah. Going from the old guard to the new guard, but they have a two-year run and they're done. Yeah, but they were so good. They were one of the best teams ever. Okay, so you got 75 Reds. Let's go to the 1980s. This is a tough one right here because you've got baseball completely changing in the 1980s. The 1980s baseball does not look like the 1960s or the 40s. Yet the 1970s, the Reds, you could play them in 1927 and they would be the same team. But when we get into the 80s, everything changes. Who you got? I'm going to go later in the decade. I'm going to go 1989 athletics, 89 athletics on the world. This is the earth. This is the earthquake world series yeah. where, uh, Conseco's 40, 40 that year, I believe. No, uh, he was 40, 40 the year prior. Like, year prior. Okay. okay. So the, the reason I choose 89, first of all, it's the year they won. Um, the 80, the, the A's, like I know that like, the whole steroid allegation thing, that's whatever, but I was a bash brothers person. I love that team. I loved McGuire and Seiko and Dave. We loved oh that team. Oh my gosh, that was such a fun team to watch. We bashed forearms. Right. To, and, the, to the pain of the, all, the we bashed forearms. The 88 series actually hurt me because like, like, I I was so wanting this to win. And the 89 series is actually one of the worst World Series ever. Yes. Um, but it's so memorable to me because like as a kid, that was one of like, oh my God, this can happen in the World Series. I mean that, that that was it was a huge moment in my life as a baseball fan. Yes, and so but that team was kind of immortalized for that thing. And 
like they have they they have things that overshadow them now, but like eighty nine A's. I think that it, like, that just culminated the A's for me. In the Without 80s. a doubt, in my opinion, the A's were the team of that decade. Yeah, they were amazing. All right, so we got the A's, which is the total transition. We're now getting into the steroid era of the '90s. Who do you have in the '90s? I'm going to go 1995 Atlanta Braves. Uh, didn't Atlanta win every championship in the '90s? There, well, pennant. That's what I mean. Well, I, every okay. division, they won the division every year. I, yeah, but here's the thing: like when we grew, when I grew up watching TV, there were two major baseball channels we got before big, like, you know, networks to, took over. We had WGN that gave you the, the Cubs. And then we had TBS, which gave you the Braves. And I spent about a decade watching a terrible Braves team turn into something that was really, really great in the 90s. And that that's the channels that we got. And it, it was just, so we had that Braves team. I compare that Braves team to the fifties Yankees. Yeah. That Braves team in the fifties Yankees is almost identical. They're both built on three solid pitchers with a few great players. I love that 95 Braves team. Good choice. So we've got the 95 Braves. Let's jump into the first decade of the two thousands. Who do you got? Man, it was tough for me. There was, it came down to between two teams and it was the, 2001 Yankees or the 2008 Phillies. Wow. That's two diametrically different teams right yeah. there. Yes. I'm actually going to go 2008 Phillies on this one. Now, did they have Cliff Lee on that team? The eight Phillies. I know uh, they had, I know they had Cole Hamels in his best. I don't, I think it was Jamie Moyer. Jamie instead. Moyer. Okay. Um, the 08 Phillies, just because I love the whole Utley and uh, Howard and Rollins combination. And I, I just, I remember just like being enthralled with that team. Now the Phillies have a lot of history going all the way back, way, 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 way back. Yeah. But when I do the all time Phillies team, the infield, yeah. first base, I know, right? Ryan Howard, <laughs> yeah. second base, Chase Utley, shortstop, Jimmy Rollins, and of course Schmidt at third. Yeah. But those three guys are immortals. Yeah. And none of them will be in the hall of fame. I just don't think any of them no, will be. No, well, Schmidt, obviously, but like. No, Schmidt, ha- yes, but Howard, I mean those three. Howard, no. Howard, no. Howard, definitely not. Too short a career. Chase Utley is, I think, in the regards of Jeff Kent. Yeah, maybe. And Jimmy Rollins is a tier and a half, or half a tier below Omar Vizquel. I think Jimmy Rollins is more of a Barry Larkin type player. That was almost as good. But anyway, that's a that was a fun team to watch. That was the World Series against Tampa Bay where they played in the rain. And they made the, the rule at that time, changed baseball, that said no games will be um, canceled. They'll be suspended and we'll pick it up later. I hated that World Series. But that's so the much. way that went. All right, so now we're into the current decade from, 19, from 2011 till today. Who do you got now? All right, um, this was easy. 2016 Cubs. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. <laughs> that I, I'm totally agreeing with you. It is so recent. It's there's such a fun team to be involved with at that point. Like right now, like I think the Cubs are kind of garbage. <laughs> but like back in the day in 2016, like the 2015, 2016 seasons for the Cubs, them achieving that World Series, like how can you not like that team? That really that unless was, you're a that, Cardinals that fan. That was it, you know. And and I tell you, I rooted against them to win that World Series. Or a Reds fan. I was totally rooting against that team to lose, to lose, to lose. And then when Rizzo got the last out, I was like, 
that's amazing. I'm, I love it. Way it, to go. It felt, it felt so good. <laughs> Bryant to Rizzo to it end the world series. So, so good. good. Yes, oh my gosh. Totally I, agree. Yeah. Well, there's Gentry's teams. Let's roll back to, to the, to roll them down again from 19 O's and on. You've got the 1907 or 08, 1908 Cubs. Right. The 1919 White Sox, the 1927 Yankees, the 1937 Yankees, the 1947, I think he's stuck on these sevens is what it is, 47 (laughs) Dodgers, the 57 Braves, the 63 Yankees, the 75 Reds, the 80... 89. Nine, give me help here. Athletics. A- A's, okay. Yeah. The 95 Braves, the... Uh, 08 Phillies. 08 Phillies. Well, I love that team. That was a fun team. And then, of course, you got the 16 Cubs. Yeah. So that runs through your most fun teams to, to use yeah, the, per the, decade. That, you, that you love. Yeah, okay. that's my favorite. I kind of came up with something different. As you guys buy my cards and you get them in the mail and you order three, four, five sets at a time, I mail these single season teams out and I wrap them up in a little piece of white uh, index card stock. So I'm handing Gentry a pack at a time so he can roll off what my choices are. And I'm going through five through one. And I have a tie for number five. And I'm handing him the first number five. Rip the pack, Gentry. Right, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this here. Here we go. If I can get this on the mic. Hear this? That's a Rick Bing All pack. Right. And who do you got? We have, as tied for number five, ooh, the 1964 New York Yankees. Now, I have to tell you why this is there. 1960, 61, 62, 63, and 64, the New York Yankees went to the World Series. They won two of those five World Series. And the 1964 Yankees were the end of the dynasty. The last, all these great players, Mantle, Ford, Maris, Richardson, all of these amazing players on this team were at the end. And they all died together, it seemed like. They all just went down at the same time, but they went down in game seven and immortalized Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson pitched game seven against those guys on two days rest and threw a complete game against them with Ken Boyer hitting the winning home run. This was a World Series that I totally loved watching. It was back and forth, nip and tuck. And this team right here, I love the end of the dynasty. This Right after this, you got Joe Pepitone as their star because nobody else is any good, and ABC buys them? I mean, come on. And they went downhill and didn't appear in another World Series for almost 15 years. 1976 is the next time they get in a World Series. This is one of my favorite teams growing up, this team. And I loved it because it was the end of the Yankee dynasty at that time. Five World Series in a row. And I loved this team. I loved them, and I hate the Yankees, and I loved that team. And I really rooted for them against Bob Gibson. Oh, that's a good choice. And and I, I, I'm going to hearken back to my 63 Yankees choice. There it is. That's why I, that's why I cut you <laughs> off quickly, because I was going with this team, yeah. which was the end of the dynasty. Yeah, and, and they truly it was. And But if you – if like. If I had to pick between sixty four and sixty three, has been like as as far as good quality, sixty three might no, no. Oh, I totally agree no with shot. you, but this team has sentimental value. Yeah, for yeah. me, okay, absolutely. I have the other tie for number five right, right here. Number five tie. Here we go. We're 
You get to rip these here. packs. It's so cool. Ripping packs is no go. is so fun to rip packs. I'm gonna get the sound here. All right, there we go. That was a little pop. All right, so we got the 1922 Giants. Okay. What? All right. I've got to tell you what's going on. In baseball, rivalries are key to the existence of fandom. In the early 1900s, there really is no true rivalry built. The 06 Cubs play the 06 White Sox one time. No real rivalry there. They get to play them once. They play the Tigers. They play the Tigers two times in a row. That's pretty good rivalry right there. But 1921 changes the entire face of baseball. The New York Giants play in the World Series four consecutive times. 1921, two, three, and four. But in three of those World Series, for the first time and only time in baseball history, do two teams meet in the World Series three consecutive times. Never happened before, has not happened since, where the same two teams meet three consecutive times. 1922 Giants win the World Series over Babe Ruth's Yankees. And for me, looking at this team right here, I'm wondering how in the world did John McGraw win with this team? This team is this average, but John McGraw found a way to beat Babe Ruth. He walked him and never threw him a strike. Ruth struggled in 21 and 22 in the World Series. And in 1923, Ruth changes his tune, decides to take the walks, bats 580, and the whole thing's history. This is John McGraw at his peak. This is the reason that John McGraw is the greatest manager that ever managed in baseball, the 1922 New York Giants. I can buy that. I can. I, I get. I got that. But like, um, the one card I'm just going back on here is the High Pockets Kelly. High Pockets Kelly's. I think he's the only Hall of Famer on there. No, Art Neff. Frankie Frisch is on. Okay, that Frisch team. is on that team. Art Neff is their ace pitcher throughout the entire 20 through 24 run. And who's he? A lefty that can get you out. I mean, the Irish Musell's their big slugger. But yeah. he's not a Hall of Famer. High Pockets Kelly is their star on that team. And they he's have, there. They have a plus two. And here's the great thing about Yankees history. 1922, New York Giants have a player named Casey Stingle. Casey Stingle on and that on, Giants on, team. On his star power card, he has a plus two. Yes, he is. And he was one of John McGraw's favorites. Yeah. And he learned how to manage from John McGraw. They also have a plus one catcher in Frank Snyder. I yes, think you're under. Do. I think you're underrating this team. Just I love that bit. team. I just love the story and the lore, and I'm a big John McGraw fan. Ross Youngs is on here. Come yes. on, like this team's great. Yeah, 1922 Giants, excellent pick. 22 Giants is my number five tie. All right, All right going into number four, I'm going back into the uh, vault. All right, here we go. We're gonna take this and crack it open. Cracking a pack. Oh, there we go. Ooh. And you guys get to do that if you buy the if you bit. buy cards from me, you guys get to crack packs. That's the way we do it. If you buy two or more sets, I put them in packs and put them in the yeah. in the envelope. Oh, 1906 Cubs. This is with without a doubt the greatest pitching staff ever assembled. Yeah. I mean, you can take that 71 I went 08, right? You went 08. Okay. I go 06 because the team earned run average is like 1.75. 
unbelievable. The team whip is almost 1.0. It's unbelievable how great they are. And their hitting is very, very good. This is the beginning of the Tinkers to Evers to Chance. And this is where it all comes from. And you've got Hall of Famers on this team. You've got tremendous players. But if you guys want to see the epitome of star power baseball and you want to see what makes the pitching amazing, get this 06 Cubs okay. team. You won't believe this. Okay, let me just let me give the uh, people some. And by the way, these cards that Gentry's opening, he gets to keep. So. <laughs> I, get, I get to. I'm going to run down this here thing. Like I'm going to I'm going to go through uh, four pitchers here that the Cubs only have six pitchers on their staff. Six pitchers, and that. If you look at that, they actually had a five-man oh, so, seven. They, they guess, had seven. they had a five-man pitching rotation. Yeah, so there's you get you get seven pitching cards, and you really only need two. So <laughs> <laughs> they have one, two, three, four, uh, four guys that are plus four starters. You got Mordecai Brown, who's an S eight plus four. Fister, who's an S eight plus four. Overall, S seven plus four, and Rulebach, who's a seven S seven plus four. Exactly. And I mean, you're getting 11 pips with these guys. Oh, you're not oh, getting oh, tired. Sorry, Jack Taylor, S7 plus four. They have five guys. And that's their yeah. pitching rotation. Read the wins off on those guys, how many wins they had. Jack Taylor, 12. Ed Rulebach, 19. Overall, 12. Fister, 20. Mordecai Brown, 26. Lundgren, 17. BB6. It, this is that's why I'm saying that is a five-man pitching rotation. Yeah. And that's the beginning of it. And they were amazing. And they won 116 games. Yeah, and they got beat by the Chicago White Sox, they though. They got beat by Ed Walsh. Yes. They got beat by Ed Walsh. Yeah. And that's a, it's a sad story. But that was the beginning of the very first dynasty in baseball where the Cubs were in the World Series 06, 07, 08, 10. Yeah. And weren't they in again in 12? Uh, yeah. I think so. No, no, no. The Giants were 12. Giants Was it 12? But they were in four or five World Series and they did it. All right. Now we go to my number three choice. And I love this team. It's one, this was my dad's favorite team. And I love this team. It's a team. Dodgers team, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a 50s Dodgers team. I, I know it's coming. Okay, my so. dad was a big fan of the 50s Dodgers. Uh, I almost put the fit, one of the 50s Dodgers teams in my favorite ones. But I did not because I had to go Braves. And did he go 55 or 56? He went 1955 Dodgers. Now, this is it right here. This is their first world championship and their only world championship in Brooklyn. The only one in Brooklyn. Yeah. Now, Gentry's oohing and on over. <laughs> now, now, you got to remember, guys, Gentry made these cards. I did. I did. I actually, I just played this team the other day and they got beat by, uh, I, they got beat. I beat them with a, a Yankees team. I beat them with a... Th- Actually, I beat this team with the 39 Yankees. I can see. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Gentry's oohing and on over there over the one hitting card that he makes for a pitcher. Don Newcomb's hitting card's awesome. He's a plus two, 359 hitting yes, pitcher. Yes, Newcomb had a year that year. How many games did he win, too? He won 20, oh, 22? Oh, here's the... Uh, he won 20 games. 20 games a year. But here's the thing. Like, with Don Newcomb in my World Series tournament, he really didn't perform that well. His ERA was in the sixes. Yeah, I can... Under, against really great talent, I can see at the Dodgers yeah. team, they they weren't that tremendous at oh, stopping runs. They were great Snyder's at scoring good. runs. I love this team. That was my dad's favorite team. Now you also, this 55 Dodgers team, you have all of those guys in their prime except for Jackie Robinson. Jackie's beginning to slouch down just a tad because he's getting older. 
He's in his mid to late 30s. He's gone his ninth season, uh, and he's beginning to become the Jackie Robinson that's going to be done and we'll all remember. Love that team. My dad's favorite team, and I'll take that team in Star Power Baseball any day of the week. I think I can take it and, and do well with it. I love the 55 Dodgers. One thing I give the 56 Dodgers over the 55 is Sandy Amaros. So in 56, Sandy Amaros was way better than he was in 55, and he kind of puts him over the edge. However, the 55 Dodgers has the Don Newcomb pitcher hitting card, which is just so good. <laughs> yeah, so we, we don't make hit, hitting pitcher cards very often, but Gentry had to make that one, and it is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Like, you, when you see the Don Newcomb. Looks New- like Babe Ruth. You guys want the 1955 Don Newcomb card for, for hitting and pit. Like, the 1955 Don Newcomb card is as good as Babe Ruth. Without a doubt. Yes. yes. All right. This next team is my favorite team as a kid. Without a doubt, my very, very favorite team as a kid, and I'll tell you this little story. You guys can relate to it. My dad was a gambler, gambled a lot. And after this World Series, he bought my mom a mink coat. This team, my favorite team growing up. Here we go. We're going to open it. Gentry's loving ripping these packs over here. Popping it, popping it, popping it. All right, throw it down. 1968 Detroit Tigers. I love that team. My favorite player of all time, and I know I'm a big Reds fan, but I got this place in my heart for Al Kaline. Al Kaline, to me, was the greatest baseball player that I ever ever read about, saw, heard. I th- I put him in the same class as Babe Ruth. Youngest guy to ever win a batting title, never in any trouble. Mr. Tiger played the whole time that he played for the same team, played right field the whole time he played. He was a right fielder. He was my hero growing up. I loved Al Kaline. I had Al Kaline bats. I bet I broke five Al Kaline bats when I was a kid. I loved Al Kaline. I thought he was wonderful, great player. And that team right there. Now, we talked earlier about the team from the 1964 Yankees where Bob Gibson beat them in Game 7. That was the very first Game 7 that Bob Gibson had ever pitched. This World Series was the very last Game 7 that Bob Gibson ever pitched. And the Detroit Tigers matched up against him with Mickey Lolich. And Lolich got the best of the Gibson. Old Hoot couldn't take it. Two days rest for the third World Series time. Third time in the World Series that Gibson went on two days rest in Game 7. Had won in 64. Had won again in 1967. But in 68, the old tank kind of emptied out and Lolich got the best of him. And the Detroit Tigers went on to win that World Series. That was, without a doubt, my favorite team growing up as a kid. And I will say this, like, uh, you look at the cards now, Mickey Lowell 68 versus the Bob Gibson 68. Every day on paper, Bob Gibson tears that card up and down, right? Oh, no doubt about it. Gibson set the 1-1-2 ERA record that year. Oh, yeah. And that was the year McLean won 30 games. Yeah, the Denny McLean card, like, that's what I would pit against Gibson. Well, McLean opened the series and got beat. Yeah. Came back in game six and won. So... Lolich is going game two. Lolich won three games in that World Series. The 1968 Denny McLean card is insane. What is he? He's a one point. He's an S9 plus four. Yes, he is. S9 plus four, <laughs> which is, is like a, a rare animal. What, a 25 point 
star power card. Almost uh, the most the highest price, price highest highest price pitcher is twenty. Twenty. So he would be a twenty point Definitely card. Definitely a twenty point without card. a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Satchel Page card right there. But the Lolich card. If I, if I go back to the series, I look at this Lolich card. I look at the '68 Cardinals lineup. This guy can shut them down, which he did. Because, he did three times. Yeah, because the Cardinals lineup was just really not great at that. Okay, time. I'm gonna give you a good story about Lolich that I heard on the radio a few years ago. There's a Tiger fan. This is back in the 1960s, 68, 70, something like that. And he was watching Lolich pitch, and he's at the game with his with his uh, dad and uncle. And Lolich is out there, and they're all going, yeah, Lolich is pitching. He's our guy. They can't beat Lolich. Lolich is not going to get beat. And in the first inning, he gives up four runs. In the second inning, he gives up two more. And they're all yelling, Lolich, you stink. Get out of the The Tigers come back in the third and score a couple runs. They come back in the fourth and score a few more. By the seventh inning, the game is tied at 7-7, to and Lolich is still in. In the ninth inning, Willie Horton hits a walk-off home run, giving Lolich a complete game, 8-7 to win. And the guys in the stands are going, yeah, I told you Lolich was awesome, man. <laughs> Lolich is our guy. That's a true story that I heard from a fan on the radio. And now we go to my number one team of all time, and this is it. All right, so here we go. Crack the pack. There we go. And what? It's not the 70s, but it's the 1990s Cincinnati Reds. The 1990 Cincinnati Reds, I think, are my favorite team that ever played the game. Number one, they led from start to finish. Only Reds team to ever do that. They won opening day and never were in second place the entire year. They handled all their business. Lou Pinella took Pete Rose's guys, because Pete Rose built this team. Lute Pinella came in, took Pete Rose's guys, because Pete had just been kicked out of baseball the year before. Pinella comes in, takes Pete Rose's guys, and turns them into the machine that they were. They hated Lou Pinella. In fact, Rob Dibble and him got into a fight in the clubhouse a year or two after this happened. But this team right here was the very first team that came up with the three-headed monster in the bullpen called... The Nasty Boys. The Nasty Boys. And they were evil. The Oakland Athletics of 1990 could not touch Norm Charlton, Randy Myers, and Rob Dibble. Along with Riho as a starting pitcher, Barry Larkin, Eric Davis, Billy Hatcher, this team was a blast. My favorite team, and I got to watch this World Series, which is the first real Cincinnati and only real Cincinnati World Series that I ever got to watch with my oldest son who's sitting across the mic from me. That's right. And we watched this go down, and he actually was rooting against me this entire World Series, and I got the last laugh because my boys swept the A's that year. One of the great cards out of this team is Chris Sabo. Oh, the Chris Sabo card, yes. Like he, He's so good that year. I love that. So anyway, those are my top five teams. I enjoyed uh, picking them, and uh, I printed them off and put them in star power format, gave the packs to Gentry. Do you like popping them packs? Oh, oh my goodness, yeah. Popping packs is cool, isn't it? I think anytime somebody wants to order a team from you or just like, hey, just like, send Dennis like 20 bucks, and he's just going to send you some random stuff, and you can pop open the pack, man. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Muddy got crazy yesterday. He says, "Hey, I, I want three and three. You talk to me on the phone. He says, "I want three and three. And if if, you, if these don't, if you don't have these, just throw something in there that I'll like." 
you know, because we have so many of these teams. There's over 250 of these teams. And if you if you just want the grab bag, get it. But keep track of what you get. I don't keep track of what you buy in the single season teams. I don't keep track of that. Also, one last thing. In regards to the single season teams, I've had a lot of talks with people that are fans of the game. And they also want some more teams that, that are not necessarily World Series teams, but they are teams that they love and they had they formed a relationship with, such as the 69 Cubs, We've the 88 got, Mets, yeah. uh, the 03 Cubs. Like There are some different teams out there that we will be in the process of making to get out to you. Over the next few years, there are still a few. Like You can get the 1965 Giants, the 1920s, or the 2020s. We had all the playoffs from 2020, 2019. There's a lot of those teams that didn't make the World Series that we do have out. Look on our Facebook page on Star Power Baseball. Go into the file section. you got to be a member to do it. Go into the file section under Baseball's Greatest Teams, and you'll see the list that I'm now handing to Gentry that has all the teams that we have listed on there. And uh, we're up through, uh, I think, like I said, I think there's over 250 right now. And by the time it's over, it should be about 265, 270. And then we'll keep growing because every year we're going to do at least the final four or at least the final two or final four of uh, the playoffs every year. So you're going to have that growing all the time. Anyway, my favorite team, 1990 Cincinnati Reds, the Nasty Boys. I will take them against any star power baseball team out there, and I will perform with them, I promise you. All right, moving on here for the last segment of our show, we're going to give our opinions on each division and what we think or who we think that the teams are the best teams in that division. Right. So do you want to start with, like, give me a, did you want to go East central? Or West? Well, let's go with the, with the uh, start with the national league and let's go with the national league East. All right. So we're going to, you know, East. And so here's the numbers that I came down with coming in fifth place, in the national league East. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you my five through one and you tell me what you think of that. And I'm also, if, we want to go. I I think I gave their records, but we can we can we don't have to do that. Coming in fifth, I think it's going to be the Marlins. Fourth, I think it's going to be the Phillies because uh, they don't really have a back end rotation. Uh, third is the Braves. I think the Braves uh, benefited from 2020 in regards to not having enough pitching. Hopefully, they get it. I just don't see them happening because I think my number two, the Nationals, has more pitching. And I think benefiting from Juan Soto and Kyle Schwarber and uh, Josh Bell in that lineup is going to propel them past that team. And then my number one team in the East is the New York Mets because I think uh, their pitching staff with DeGrom and some other additions they put up there too are going to be good. My only question with the Mets, and their lineup is great, my question with them is, is Edwin Diaz, is their closer going to do anything? So that's my NLE's predictions. I, I like your predictions. I'm just going to go with my top dog in that division, and I'm going to go against the grain the whole time. I am picking the Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins, to win that division. I have them in last. I know what? you do, and I'm going to tell you why. They went into Chicago and they nailed the Cubs to the wall. That was 2020 short season. You, yes, sir, you're 100% correct that it was, but they've got the model. 
sitting down there in Florida, and they're going to have a bunch of young, they're going to have a Rosarina come out of somewhere, just like Tampa Bay did. They're going to have somebody that you've never heard of that's going to become a superstar. Then Jeter will trade him because he can't afford him. But you're going to see the Miami Marlins, Tampa Bay model come to forefront, and I'm picking the Miami Marlins to win that division. Uh, Where do you think the Phillies are going to line up with? I think the Phillies are middle of the road. Okay, what about the Braves? The Braves are probably going to give the Marlins all they want. I like the Braves coming in second. Nationals or Mets? Mets over Nationals. I, I th- I'm picking the Nationals dead last. Nationals last? Strasburg's going to get hurt. Strasburg, always Strasburg, Strasburg always Lester. gets hurt. Strasburg's going to get hurt. Lester's over the hill. Juan Soto. Trey Turner. Soto's the best player in baseball. They got the best, one of the best shortstops in baseball, Trey Turner. I like Trey Turner a lot, but they I like. They picked up Josh Bell. They picked up Kyle Schwarber. I'm like, picking him last. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, are we staying in the NL? NL. Central. Central? All right. So let's go. Okay. I got you. All right. In fifth place in the NL Central, I got the Pirates. I have the Pirates in fifth. Um, They really don't have anybody. <laughs> in fourth place. Um, this might come to a shock of somebody or some people. I'm picking the Cubs. I like that pick as a fourth place pick. I just don't think, I think that their window closed. I do too. I really think that it did. Their best pitcher right now is Kyle Hendricks. And they don't have, they don't have the everyday guys that can get it done. Is David Ross a proven manager? Not yet. And I don't think Chris Bryant's proven that he's an injury guy, gets injured a lot. And Rizzo is the same way. I really like Anthony Rizzo. He's one of my favorite players. I love Rizzo and Bryant. But I just think that they're not a full seat. I'm picking him fourth, just like you. And and with Javier Baez, like this guy is touted to be so great, but he's had a bad run. If you look at his numbers on a career, he's league average. Yeah. And he's, in my opinion, overrated. Sorry, Cubs fan. Bob Mansfield, I'm sorry, but I'm picking your Cubs fourth. Yeah, I don't. I I, I got. I predicted them as a as a 68 94 record. Man, that, that I I think they're going to be bad. Uh, my third place team, I got the Cincinnati Reds. I've got the Reds coming third also, and I'll be real, real tickled this year if the Reds go 500. They're on the sell mode right now, trying to get into the Miami Marlin Tampa Bay model. They're doing their best to get there. They've got a great young catcher coming up that I'm real excited about, but they got rid of some real key players. Yeah. Um, number two for me is Brewers. I've got the Brewers as number two also. Um, I like their manager there. I like their, uh, Craig council is a great manager. I also like their pitching staff. I, I like the, the, the guys they had, uh, from a couple of years ago, re kind of orienting, re, re like kind of realigning what they do. I like them a lot. Um, one big thing that got me for the brewers is they picked up JBJ, Jackie Bradley jr. I think that was a great pickup because he's not going to be the everyday center fielder. However, he's going to be a great fill in, outfielder he will they've got four solid outfielders and Yelich cannot be as bad as he was last year no Yelich is not good and we both have as number one the Cardinals and the reason I have the Cardinals as number one is definitely not their pitching staff I think they're going to be a very mediocre pitching staff but I look at they got Nolan Arenado at third and they got over there Goldschmidt at first guys come on they have the best infield in baseball like they have Arenado Paul DeYoung, 
Paul Goldschmidt and Tommy Edmond. Uh, and, Tom, and Tommy Edmond, two year, and tw- the 2019 Tommy Edmond is, is insane. Also, yes. they brought back Yadier, who is completely just lambasted in sabermetric baseball. But Yadier Molina is by far one of the best catchers to ever play the game. Here is the statistic that all you guys that are out there that are Cardinal fans, you're going to love this. All the rest of you guys out there are going to say that doesn't mean anything. The Cardinals with Yadier Molina behind home plate win more than 65% of their games. When he's not behind the plate, they're a sub-500 team in the past 10 years. That is undisputed fact. Yadier Molina does one thing that nobody else does. He wins. Yeah. Um, and the Cardinals are getting understood by other predictors. And so I think the Cardinals are going to be very good. And here's why. They're going to make moves. They're going to do their thing. They're going to be the Cardinals. That's what they do. They will pick up one big pitcher before the trade deadline. Yeah. All right. So in the NL West. NL West. Fifth uh, place. Fifth D-backs. I'm going Rockies fifth place. They got rid of Arenado. Um, I would go Rockies, but I think they're pitching just a little bit better. I, I, I actually kind of think they're going to be similar. I they're, think that, they're both going to lose 95 games. Yes. I, I have the D-backs at 66 and 96. I have the Rockies at 67 and 95. I got them tied for last. Yeah, there you go. So okay. whatever. Yeah, they're both bad. Yes. Uh, number three, I got the Giants. Okay. Their I, best I, player is Mike Yastrzemski. But they still have a good core of hungry ball players, and you got Buster Posey's last hurrah. But he's not good right now. He is going to have one last hurrah. Oh, I've got him picked as number two. I've got, I'm going to shock you. I've got the Dodgers as three and the Padres as one. That's. What? The Dodgers is three? I think Trevor Bauer's going to fall on his face. Kershaw's going to get hurt. They're going to be down to three starting pitchers, and they're over-reliant and overpaid, and yeah. people are hate- everybody hates them anyway. Right now, the- everybody hates the Dodgers, and I know you got them picked at number one. Yeah. Obviously, well, actually, I got them picked at number one. I got the Padres winning 100 games. I got the Dodgers winning 102 games. See, I got the Dodgers down at number three because I really think the Giants this year are going to surprise them. I think they will with a bunch of young nobodies that you don't know. I've got this Tampa Bay thing on my brain, man. I love Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has turned into my favorite American League team because they win with a bunch of Randy Rosarinas. Who? Where did he come from? I don't like Randy Rosarinas. All right, so I'm going to go back to the AL West. AL West. Um, And by the way, like, he put the Dodgers as number three in the NL West. I just want to point this out. That I put the predicting Dodgers number three, AL West, I mean, NL West. If that happens, then fine. But if not, then it's like, dude, you lose credibility. Okay, so, <laughs> all right. So, number five in AL West, I got the Rangers losing 100 games plus. Mm, see, I got Seattle at number five. I got Seattle at number four, losing about 90, 90 plus games. Tough call there. I think the Rangers are going to come up with some good young talent. Yeah, yeah, no. I really do. I, I, I I actually think the Rangers are not. The Rangers might be good because they're going to have more people in the stands because they just announced that they're going to open up their stadium to like maximum capacity. Right. That was announced the other day. And so I'm like, okay, fine. They're going to have a lot of people in there and they're going to be good with that. But are they really that good of a team? So we've got both of those at five, four, four, five. Okay. Three is angels. I'm hoping in my heart, I'm wanting the angels I want them to win the division so bad. I really, really do. And I do think that they will be above the Astros. I think with the Astros losing George Springer. They have no pitching. I just think they'll find it. And Otani's going to have a year. He's going to have a year. 
fine. Like, do it, and then I'll believe in it. I I know it. I like, just I just have it in my heart. I want to see Mike Trout get to the playoffs and win a series, maybe make the series. Yeah, I'd like to see it. I, I, I the guy that good. You, I'm I root for Mike Trout. He's he's the best player in baseball for the last eight years. I'm rooting for Mike Trout. Yeah, me too. And he's a nice guy. Number two is Astros. See, I've got them pick three. I got the I got them too. Their pitching's okay. They just lost a guy. I think they lost Framber Valdez, or that's the guy. Uh, their lineup's always going to be good because they bang on trash cans and like their 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 best pitcher is <laughs> Verlander's still out. He is, but their best pitcher is Grinky, and I'm just kind of not sold. Is that that's like having Matt? Like Grinky's a little bit better at Bumgarner at this point, but I'm just like having Grinky as your best pitcher. Did you know what uh, Zach Grinky's big goal was? And he was real sad that he had to go to the Astros to get, but he didn't get it. He wanted to have ten lifetime home runs and ten lifetime stolen bases. <laughs> he wanted to be a 10-10 guy, and I think he's got ten homers and nine steals. And the last time he tried to steal, he got thrown out by like twenty feet. He, he I heard him on the on. Well, a, he needs to go to the National League. Yeah, there it is. There it is. But I'm picking them as three. Or they just put him as a pinch runner. And number one's A's. I think the A's are good. I think like I think the A's are like the Cardinals. Like they have these really great young dudes that can do things. They just need to like intermingle their lineup. And, and I think they got rid of a big liability too. The strikeout king oh, forever. The Chris Davis. I think they got rid of a they big liability. They got Elvis Andrews. They got one of the better fielding shortstops. That's defense up the middle, and that's and he's cheap. But he he's going to hit like 230, 240, 250, maybe. There it is, and he's not going to hit a lot of homers. But he's not going to cost anything, and he's going to be a solid defensive player. Love it. Like I, I, th- I love I, the pickup there. I do. I like that. I like the A's to finish first in that league, but I want the Angels to win it. Central. All right, AL Central finishing in fifth place for me is the Detroit Tigers. Poor guys. I really loved them as a kid, but yeah, they're they're just not very much there. Except and and you want to see what you want to see is is Cabrera. Yeah, have one last he's got, good one. He's got three milestones to reach. He's got six hundred doubles. He's got five hundred home runs and possibly three thousand hits. It's going to be. He'd have to have a tremendous year. Yeah, I'm rooting for him though. I really liked the guy. Liked him when he was on the Marlins. Yeah. Uh, number four is the Kansas City Royals for me. I'm kind of not there, but okay. Um, a lot of young dudes, a lot of speedsters, no pitching. Uh, they're kind of in the same realm as the Tigers for me. Number three is the Indians. See, I've got the Indians that have given up everything finishing fourth with the Royals finishing ahead of them. Yeah. I think the Royals are a 500 ball club, maybe even a little bit better. They've got a tremendous home run hitter there. The, the I can't even remember his name, but he's amazing. On the, on the Royals or Indians? The Royals. Oh, I don't know. The uh, guy that the guy that was the rookie a year or so ago. That's just fantastic. They've got a great guy. Plus, they picked up our hometown hero right here, Andrew Benintendi. Benintendi. And I'm a I'm, I'm a oh, fan. Oh, Jorge, Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler. There you go. Probably best uh, yeah. home run hitter in, in Kansas City history, maybe. Yeah. So we're going to see what happens there. They have very weak pitching, but they will probably pick somebody up if they're close to the playoffs and hopefully they'll expand them. Yeah. So my number two and one are pretty close. Number two is the White Sox. I've got the twins at number two with the White Sox winning it all in that I, division, I winning the division. The White Sox don't have the experience and their lineup strikes out way too much. And I think that, uh, that, what's his name? Nelson Cruz is uh, over the hill. I think he's done. 
Yeah, but the Twins are all about the home run ball. But man. the Twins are going to rely on Nelson Cruz, and I just don't think he's got it left. And they're not. That's a big hole. That's a number four hole hitter that's going down. So interchangeable White Sox. Twins. I'm picking the Sox. I like the Sox in that division. And when we get to the finals, I'm going to show you why. Okay. So, AL East, number five for me. And I'm going to do this out of spite. The Red Sox? I'm fin- I'm picking the Red Sox to finish fifth. <laughs> me too. They have nothing. <laughs> they have nothing. They have nothing. They have nothing. Well, they got, wait a minute. They got one guy, J.D. Martinez. And Xander Bogarts. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll bypass this. All right. So, the Orioles for... Orioles and Red Sox are going to fight for last place, and they're going to fight for the first draft pick in the whole game. I think the Orioles are going to be better. Um, number three, I'm thinking the Rays. See, I'm picking a number three. Nope, I'm not picking number three. The Rays. Rays, I don't think are good as they were in 2020, and I think they're going to they're, they're going to go kind of off kilter than what they were. I think they're going to have like the, their 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 weaknesses shown. I don't think they're that strong. Um, my number two is the Blue Jays. See, I'm picking the Blue Jays as number three. And then the Rays number two? No, the Yankees oh. is number two. Oh, Yankees are number one for me. I know they will be, yeah. but I picked the Rays. I like the, the, the Rays are going to have three people who you have no idea who they are that are going to become stars in October. They will be there. They will win that division. Not only will they win that division, they will win that division going away. The Yankees always get hurt. Money seems to draw injuries. I think the Yankees are going to get hurt. I don't think they're going to be as hurt as they have been the past two years. Hey, I hope for your sake and, and my non-misery, I hope you're right so I that think, I don't hear I about think, it all I time. think Aaron Boone has learned how to be like, oh. I don't know hey, about Aaron Boone. Aaron this, Boone just had, yeah, a, had an issue. Man. But he's he had, learned he how to interchange his players. I, I, I kind of would like to see the Yankees get in. Because we need baseball needs the New York Yankees. Yeah. We need Darth Vader. Yeah. And and right now we don't have. We, we're, I'm trying to make the Dodgers into that, but they wear white, you know, and they're blue, and it's just hard to make Darth Vader white and blue. You know, he's yeah. too pretty. All right. Yeah. So playoffs. There we go. All right. So my my I'm gonna do one through eight seeds for my playoffs. Right. So we're going to have eight in each league, I hope. Yeah. I'm loving it. All right. So in the National League, my one seed for my versus my eight seed is the Dodgers versus the Phillies. Who do you got? I would pick the Dodgers in that. I don't think the Phillies are going to get in, but okay. All right. Two to seven seed is Mets versus Brewers. And I, I want to see the Mets do something. I just don't think the Brewers are that playoff team, but they've got Josh Hader, and he is evil. Plus, they got the rookie of the year. Devin Williams. I mean, they're the you get if if they got a lead in the six, the game's over. Yeah. All right, uh, three to versus six is the Cardinals versus the Brewers. I'll take the oh, Cardinals sorry. there. I said Brewers again. No, I'll take the Cardinals there. I like the Cardinals team. I just I, I, as bad as I hate the Cardinals, I'm picking the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, four through versus five, Padres versus Nats. I got the Padres there because I don't even have the Nats in. I got the Nats pick last. All right. So in the, I like the Padres. So in our final four teams, unless you want to add one or take one out, we have the Dodgers, Phillies, Cards, and Mets. Is that who you got? No, I don't. I have the Dodgers, the Padres, the Cardinals, and Man, I just oh the boy. Marlins. I'm gonna say the Marlins. Okay, I really think the Marlins are amazing. Okay, 
So I, I got all this confidence out of those in your, four old, teams, your old hero, your old hero, Derek Jeter. Yeah. I got so much confidence that everybody said, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. You got rid of this guy. You got rid of this guy. And what have they done? They've become relevant. I like the Florida Marlins. All right. So out of those four teams, who are your final two? I, out of those four teams, I've got the Padres. Okay. And I have the Cardinals. My final two were the Dodgers versus the Cardinals. And out of those final two, who do you got? I got the Padres. I got the Cardinals. Because at the end of the year, the Padres get back Clevenger. So here's the thing. I chose the Cardinals over the Dodgers. I really think the the Cardinals have Kershaw's number. Um I'm going Cardinals winning the NL league this I year. I just don't think their pitching's deep enough to do it. It's not. I don't I don't think it is at all. However, I think the way the Cardinals manage their team and the way that the Cardinals are can win a playoff. And they got a really good manager in Schultz. He's awesome. All right, so you're going don't underestimate. You're him. going Padres win the NL. Padres in the World Series. I'm going Cardinals. I love the San Diego right. Padres this so year. And go. I think and I think Clevenger's back at the end of the year. Okay. From okay. Tommy John. All right. So I'm going AL. Like my top eight teams are like the A's, the Astros, the Twins, the White Sox, the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Angels, the Rays. So out of that, I kind of generated like the Yankees versus Angels, Jays versus the Astros, A's versus the White Sox, Twins versus. Who are your final four th- four teams? Do you think that are going to get into there? My final four in that will be Tampa Bay. I really like them. Okay. I like. I'm I'm telling you, and it's, I'm coming from the heart here. I'm going with the Angels. I think the Trout's going to come through and just be Babe Ruth all over again. I really like the Chicago White Sox, and I hate the New York Yankees. All right, so my final four. I have the Yankees. Yankees are in as a wild card. I have the Yankees Yankees beating the Angels. I have the Jays beating the Astros. I have the A's beating the White Sox. I have the Twins beating the Rays. My final four teams are Yankees versus Blue Jays, A's versus Twins. My final two are the Yankees versus Twins. Who are your final two? My final two, I'm going from the heart again. I'm going with the Tampa Bays and the California Los Angeles Angels. So out of that, who wins that? I want to see Mike Trout in a World Series. I will pay. I'll give a paycheck to see Mike Trout get in a World Series just to see him get there. Ernie Banks never made it. I want Mike Trout for this generation of young baseball fans. We need Mike Trout in the World Series. So your World Series is San Diego Padres versus Los Angeles Angels. Correct. And I would say um, I picked out of the Yankees versus Twins. I think this is the year for the Twins revenge. Wouldn't it be something to see? And my World Series is the Twins versus the Cardinals. A rematch of 1987. Yes. Ooh. Where the home team won every game. I'm going Cardinals getting revenge over the Minnesota Twins. And that series in 87, if you'll remember back on that, man, that was a great World Series, 1987. And it was the go-go Cardinals that I really enjoyed watching. It was one of my favorite teams. Almost made my top five. That 87 Cardinals team had Jack Clark, which was the only guy that could hit the ball hard. The other guys, Punch and Judy, Willie McGee. Willie McGee belongs in the Hall of Fame. Willie McGee is an incredible uh, baseball player. He is an incredible, incredible player. I love that 87 Cardinals team, even though I hate the Cardinals. I love that team. It was one of the teams that I really looked at as I thought it might be one of baseball's greatest teams ever. And they get spanked because they play on the turf? Yeah. No, they get spanked because they play in the dome. Yeah. 
So who do you got? Your World Series was the Padres versus the Angels. Angels. That's Tatis Jr. versus Mike Trout. And Tatis is going to take him. You think the you're picking Padres to go World Series? Padres to go to World Series this year. That's such a bandwagon answer. Yeah, it's it's a sexy (laughs) pick. There you go. It's a sexy pick. That's it. But no, I I like the and I'm going to predict my MVPs as Trout and Tatis. I like both of those guys. Trout's going to get his fifth or fourth, whatever it is. Trout's the best player in baseball. Tatis is, is trying to get there. I tell you, I love Juan Soto. Juan Soto is one of my favorite baseball players now. I love the way he plays, the smile, the the, the way that he plays. My favorite baseball player right now, though, Ronald Acuna Jr. I love Acuna. I, I think Acuna is so cool. I don't think Trout. I, I don't think Trout's going to win it. I think Trout's kind of like in his. Uh, he's going to be in his period of his life where he's going to start being really what Trout is, but he's not going to be MVP esque. Yeah, MVP just won't get it if you bat 310, hit 42 home runs, steal 21 bases, play a center field that's above reproach, and win the World Series. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> now come in, play in the World Series. All right, so hey, this is our predictions for the World Series this year, guys. We're out there, guys, and Cin- it's on record. Cincinnati Dennis has the San Diego Padres. Gentrova, the baseball nerd, has the St. Louis Cardinals. So none of those picks are like, Whatever the hey, experts are saying. No, they're not. No, and they're this not is what's close. great about what we're doing. Now, let me tell you what will happen come October, and you'll have the chance to do this. Now, this is March. In fact, tomorrow's the Ides of March. You have a chance in October to get a hold of us through Facebook, online, however you want to reach us, and get a hold of these playoff teams. They will be five bucks a piece. You can get all four of the final four. We should have them done about two or three days before the World Series is there. Maybe even before that, maybe a week before. When we get them finished, they'll be put on Facebook and you'll see it. So I'm hoping we we should have the final four done before the final four series, right? Right during the final four series. Yeah, during that. So you'll be able to buy these teams and you'll be able to play the 2021 World Series before they do. How many years have we done it, Gentro? two decades two decades we've done this and uh i've been doing this since 1985 is when i started playing the world series that is what is a 27 world series that i've played uh since 1985 no be 47 right 47 world series i've played i've gotten it right about half the time and it's a lot of fun you cannot go wrong all right well thanks everybody for listening I'm Jen Trovo, the baseball nerd, and Cincinnati Dennis saying stay safe, wear a mask, and have a good time watching 2021 baseball and keep on spinning.